Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Tuesday, and the Packers are back on the practice field later today. The final day open to the media for OTAs. So get ready for some final tweets about guys in shorts before we head out to summer break. Um, that'll be happening later. Yesterday, a bit of a couple news items uh, coming across the uh, the old uh transaction wire so to speak alan lazard signing his tender clearly in the fold now for 2022 and will vie for targets and production picking up where Devontae adams left off and uh the packers made a move at kicker um claiming i don't know how to pronounce his last name gabe brickrick 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 how's that uh, off of waivers from the Vikings, he is a rookie undrafted free agent. He was with Oklahoma. Uh, he was the number two rated kicker in the Cheesehead TV draft guide, if you want to check that out. Um, and they, they they let go of Dominic, who, who was brought in uh, earlier this year, who has history with Basaccia. Thought maybe that might get him a chance to get into camp and compete for a spot, but uh, twas not to be. We'll see. How long Gabe lasts? Maybe they'll keep him on the practice squad this year. Um, be interesting to see him kick in training camp. And that's all the news that's fit to print. Good to see everybody in the comments section. Hello and good morning. Travis is here. Brandy, of course. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? How you doing? Hey, Big B, you got yourself a dad's present yet? You got your Father's Day gift sorted out? Because uh, if you don't, man, let me tell you what you're going to want to do. That's right. You know what's coming. Check out these Lambo prints, dude. Look at that thing. Old school, baby. A great classic alternative to the usual photography-based sports posters that get relegated to the basement or man cave. These prints look like art. People love hanging them in a den, a living room, or a professional office because they're old school and sharp from a design perspective. Head to ballparkblueprints.com and use code CHEESEHEAD. That's code CHEESEHEAD for 10% off, people. Do it. Get Dad something cool for Father's Day. What's going on? Patrick, good morning. Pogs is here. What's up, Pogs? Uh, Dennis, good morning. Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen, we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it, Kathleen. Happy Tuesday. What's going on? Here we go. Dennis, this man is all about special teams. Look, look, how do you mend a broken special teams unit? You know, they, they've done the switching of the coordinators many times before, and I'm all in on Basaccia. I think he is going to make a difference, but... Everything has to change. Everything has to change, including how they pick the final 53 or the initial 53, if you prefer. Uh, and I, I hope more credence is given to guys who can help them immediately in that regard at the end of the summer, rather than projects that maybe pay dividends down the line. I know there's examples of that working out. Uh, Yash Nyman is a perfect example of a guy who can't help you on teams, but they've kept him around and now it's paying off. But this is a very finite window they have with Aaron Rodgers. And they have to use every single resource they can, including, say, keeping a guy because you know he can help you as a gunner this year over a project who, you know, maybe comes to fruition down the line, but, you know, isn't going to help you immediately. <laughs> Nags, did Dylan look even more yoked than even last year? Looked about the same to me, Pogs, but I will admit I am not, you know, obsessively observing his uh his workout routine or his fit so to speak so possibly 
Steven, love Mason, but definitely open to a replacement. Not sure an undrafted rookie will be the one to take his job, but hopefully he provides some good competition. You never know, Steven. That is the thing. I do think it's going to take a bit for this new guy to acclimate to the NFL. Um, he's got a strong leg. Of that, there is no doubt. And that's obviously, especially at this point in Mason's career, you know, the opposite of where Crosby is. But I, I would be absolutely shocked if uh, they actually made a move there. Al Lazard is back, says Logan. Yes, yes, he is. I made a video yesterday talking a little bit about, just scratching the surface about how I expect him to be utilized. And it will be fascinating to watch how they go about attacking certain defenses from week to week, how they want to feature him and or utilize, you know, the backs out of the backfield, or maybe they get a little heavier in the screen game some games because they think, you know, there's a heavy blitzing team, et cetera. I love that cat and mouse stuff. And I think now with Devontae out of town, there's going to be a lot more of it. It's going to be a lot more matchup dependent, uh, which will be fun to watch. Clayton, good question. Goodson projected to make the 53. I think he's got a shot. I think obviously you say it every year and it's true. The pathway onto the 53 is through special teams. And if he shows out on teams, then he's got a, he's got a chance, especially with Kylan Hill's situation. You don't really know. I would suspect, Kylan probably starts on PUP, which should give Goodson some more opportunities. So uh, we'll see. We definitely see. I'm more excited to see JJ play. I really think he can be the next Zadarius for us. Am I being reasonable? Uh, I mean, I think that's a bit early, but you never know. Maybe catches fire, but I think uh, I think patience is probably. Uh, the watchword there. Tyler, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Keep a kickoff specialist. Mason can't hit the end zone. Maybe that's what they're thinking. It's possible. I mean, pulling out all stops, right? Um, I'd be very, very surprised if they burned a um, game day slot, one of the 46, or now, sorry, 48, that, uh, you know, they're going to dress a guy just to kick off. I'd be very, very surprised. But I'm not going to sit here and rule it out. Absolutely not. <laughs> Robin. Hey, everyone. Sorry I'm late. I blame the time difference. Robin, just don't let it happen again. All right. What, do you got a young baby at home? You halfway across the world? No excuses. Absolutely none. Uh, have I ever attended a playoff game besides working on the beat? Have I? I don't know. That's a really good question. Um, I think so trying to remember i didn't in 2010 but i did before though i did did i no i don't think i have yeah that's a really good question because i was at you know god lord help me i was at uh i'm sure now i'm racking my brain because that's no that was the beat well okay but do do if i'm there as cheesehead tv does that count Probably. So, no, I don't think I have. Um, the last time I went as a fan prior to this last season, because last year I went to the Bears game, sat in the stands, and that had, was the first time that I had been to Lambeau for a game that mattered since Favre's last game in a Vikings uniform in Lambeau, uh, with the Desmond Bishop pick six, etc. So, yeah, no, unless did I go on the road, maybe? I don't think so. It's a really good question. I'll have to. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna go back and look because I can't remember. 
<laughs> Big B. Kingsley is going to be the next Reggie White. All right, Big B. Slow down, buddy. Nags, Amari does motion almost every time. Is that is this predictable? Uh, no, I mean, he doesn't. He does it a bit, and he sometimes is filling that Tyler Irvin role, right? It's just a part of the offense as far as, um, you know, trying to get safeties and linebackers to put their eyes someplace else and getting them to take steps often, hopefully, away from the play. Um, but no, he's. I mean, last year they utilized a lot of guys in that area. You know, it's not just Amari, but he is kind of slated for that slot role that you're going to utilize that orbit motion a lot you saw randall cobb be utilized like that a bit last year as well um but no i don't i mean that's just part of the offense and you want motion especially in today's nfl to stress the defense and get guys out of position um even if it's just a step man there are there are times where just a simple dive play right where you've got you know you're a four-man front what have you and the linebackers behind them and you run that guy in motion now you're going to probably pull out that weak side backer and if you can get a good push up front that backside cut is so much more open now and your back can put his foot in the ground and get up field in a way he probably couldn't without that motion because more often than not that backer is going to kind of float over with that motion guy um, it's just a very 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 pedantic small kind of example of why they do that um, but yeah, no, it's it's just part of the offense, and he's utilized well that way, I think. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if the Vikings released the Packers' next perennial Pro Bowl kicker? I mean, I'm all for it, man. I, I will admit, first thing I thought was like, hmm, what if this turns out as well as the Gilbert Brown pickup did? Don't ever forget, Gilbert was a Viking until the Vikings cut him, and then the Packers picked him up, and he went on to help the Packers win a Super Bowl. George, what's up, man? What should we expect from 95? Wyatt, that's a really good question. I talked a little bit about this with Andy Herman on the latest edition of Let's Talk Football. I really like his quickness. Looking at the few games I've seen of his from Georgia, the Georgia defense, his quickness is going to be really exciting. And as Andy indicated, during minicamp, he kind of got, quote, called up, so to speak. Like he had been running with the twos and threes. And then in the middle of practice, they, brought him over to the ones I think if he can give them just a little bit of you know that explosiveness a little bit of uh just initial burst that causes a little bit of havoc right messes up the blocking scheme I think you know as he plays his way into the NFL I'm not gonna say like he's gonna be a dominant force or anything but I think they got a really really good football player now None of it means anything until he puts on pads and does it against NFL competition. But the tape would suggest his his quickness is really going to be a could potentially be a problem for offensive linemen. Um, I'm really excited about it. I think he'll start rotationally, no doubt about it. I don't think they're going to throw him out there, you know, initially as a starter or even as like a heavy part of the rotation. But I do think he's going to get his chances sooner rather than later, and especially on early downs, if he can help get offenses off schedule, which I think is something he, you know, has every potential to do, uh, it's going to be really exciting. Because look, I mean, with the rotation they have, you got to think, well, you got Lowry, Reed, and Clark, probably your base three. Not set in stone, but probably. Um, and then as the game goes on, you don't have to play Kenny 85 
percent of the snaps like they have in the past. You can legitimately roll wide in there. You can keep Reed and Lowry there. You can start playing with that rotation a little bit more in ways you probably couldn't before. And um, I just really like his potential to be a disruptor. Um, may, you know, you don't expect this kid to come in and have refined technique. You don't think he's going to take the world by storm or anything like that, but just a little bit of disruption where, you know, that's the one thing where if you look at the Packers defensive linemen, the defensive line in general over the last decade, really, man, true, like quick disruption has been very, it's been few and far between those types of plays. Uh, You see it from Kenny a lot, but he's the only one. Right. And if they get another guy like that who can, you know, time the snap count and or see it and get that quick twitch, get off the line, get across the line, play on their side of the line, especially on early downs. Again, get them off track, get them behind the sticks. Cooking with gas as a defensive coordinator, then. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Rogers Hurt Toe, what's up, man? The Toe hopes you, Nags, and everyone in here has a rad day. Bears equals poop. (laughs) That's never going to die, is it? Thanks, man. Kayla, thanks for the super chat. Sorry, Kyle, thanks for the super chat. Andy said last week we lacked explosive running plays because of our injuries along the line. Hey, I said that. I feel like it's because we ditched the run in the second half. Um, Bit of both. Bit of both. Uh, I do think... It's hard to stick with the run when it's not being successful and you're constantly behind the sticks. I will say that for the play caller. Um, that said, you do want to stick with it, obviously. I'm You guys, if you watch me on Watch Party, you know I'm constantly just yelling at the TV to keep running the ball. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's hard when you are beat up up front and you're playing with a lot of backups to backups, which they essentially were for much of last season. Not only is it, tough from the continuity standpoint, but it's just difficult because their players aren't as good up front, you know? And, you know, yeah, they, they do get pass happy. There's no doubt about it, but I would suggest going back and actually watching the games because every time I do, I'm always kind of interest. It's always interesting to me to, to watch. Oh, they didn't really abandon the run as much as it felt like they did in the moment. Like the playoff game is a perfect example. Um, in the second half, I think you know Matt does a really good job sticking with the run at that last drive into the third quarter. Um, it ends in a field goal because they bogged down in the red zone, as always. But um, yeah, it just they. I I wish they'd run it more. I wish they commit to it more. But they they're not as bad as probably we think. You know, in the moment of that, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Jeffrey, what's up, man? I saw an analyst actually rate our defense at number two yesterday. Speculation, of course, but what do you see coming up for our defense? I think everybody needs to calm down. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential. I think they have talent all three levels. There's no doubt that uh, in year two of Barry's system, they should be more advanced, more assured, better in their technique. Their, their, their knowledge base should be deeper. But they are incorporating some young talent. Uh, you never really know what you're going to get out of guys like Jair Alexander coming off a major injury. 
Um, I just think there's a lot, there's a lot of unknowns there on paper. Yeah. It's very promising. There's no doubt about it, but it doesn't mean anything if they don't put in the work and it doesn't mean anything if they don't continue to develop, you know, I've said it, I think yesterday, I'll say it again today. Don't ever forget. They finished the year ranked exactly where they were the year before under Mike Patton. And that's no knock on, on, on coach. You know, I, I understand the situation. It's just, you want to see continued development, right? It's very easy. To take a step back. You don't want that. Um, now, obviously I don't expect that. I think they do. Their lights out at the corner. They got at least an all pro linebacker. When's the last time we could say that in Green Bay, Wisconsin? I'll tell you when. It was when Ray Nitschke was playing. Um, you know, there, there, there's a lot to like, obviously, but got to do the work. We'll see. People are saying why it's already better than Donald. <laughs> Have I played Coach's son in Madden yet? Nope, nope, hasn't happened. Not gonna happen. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. I'm not playing no kid in Madden. I'm not playing Lafleur's kid. No way. Because I'm, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. If I play him and I beat him, then I'm the asshole, right? But then if I play him and he beats me, then I look like an idiot. Yeah, no chance. No chance. Mm. I have that quick twitch like Wyatt when I am getting to the buffet table. <laughs> Complicated fella. Good stuff. Oh, wait, wait. I just saw a good one. Brandy, is Josh Meyer still held to rookie standards because of injury or training wheels off? Oh, training wheels are off. I understand he didn't play a full season, but no, 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 no. He's had an off season. He'll, he'll, you know, come into camp ready to go and he will be expected to produce and he will be expected to improve and develop. Um, Got to take that jump. You're one to year two thing is you know you're coming out of college you've gone down the circuit the draft circuit and then it's a long ass season comparative to the college season guys can get worn out guys can hit the rookie wall that does happen and i know josh missed a lot of time last year um but yeah no he's had his reset he's been able to take it the offseason hit the weight room get his body right oh man it is it is full go from the moment he steps on that field Steven, they did dominate San Fran, but let's be honest. It was a subpar quarterback. Cousins lit them up, if I remember correctly. Ah, but did Cousins lit them like lit lit like lit lit them up with Jair Alexander in the fold? No, he did not. Oh, what happened when Jair Alexander played him? Oh, that's right. He picked him off and, and sacked him in the end zone. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. That's why you pay Jair Alexander a billion dollars. You know, and I'm not telling you that like well, you add Jair and it's all solved. I think your overall point is a decent one, right? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to scare you, right? And there are decent quarterbacks that are going to, you know, probably complete some passes. And Jair Alexander is no cure-all. I mean, literally in the game, Jair got hurt uh, against the Steelers. He allowed a touchdown on a nine route on the very first drive. He's not infallible. So I hear you. And that's why I'm saying, like, when people start talking about number two defense or whatever, I'm like, slow our roll like let's let it build let's let it develop a little bit um but it was impressive i mean for no other reason and i'll tell you what this is why i i really am excited is the physicality that they displayed in that game was something that i have not seen in green bay in a long time especially against an opponent that had basically been running over people for a month 
And the fact that they came into Green Bay and basically couldn't do shit on offense, quarterback or no, that was really impressive. And the way they absolutely dominated up front. I mean, you know, if you're a Packers fan, you know how rare that is for a Green Bay defense. And that's what they did. And they've only added pieces to that group. I am so excited about this defense for that reason. Ryan, what's up, man? What do you think the Packers record will be? Thirteen and four. How's that? Sound good? Were you buffering or was I? Tony, I was not buffering, man. I'll let you know if I was buffering. I don't know. I have no idea. All right. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.